Tim Kim here from Training Tilt. Welcome to this week's episode of the Endurance Coaching Business Podcast. Uh, you might be watching this uh, on video or listening via the podcast. Links in the show notes to the video if you prefer the video or links in the show notes to the podcast. Uh, links in the description to the podcast if you prefer the audio. So I'm from Training Tilt. I'm the founder. Uh, we um, help endurance coaches, so running triathlon endurance coaches, get better results for their clients, but also their businesses through our all-in-one coaching and e-commerce platform. So you can um, coach your clients, do uh, planning and analysis, uh, but you can also take payments and onboard your uh, customers and share uh, content. So this week's topic is about um, well, eight reasons, actually, why coaches should own their own, their own content. So what I mean by owning their own content is having it on a platform that you uh, own that is non-proprietary. So I'm really talking about three things. So your website, so it could be blogs or pages on your website, a podcast, which is an open uh, technology, even though you have it hosted somewhere, you can take it wherever you want to take it. You can host it yourself. So you own that. And then um, the third is email uh, lists. So an email newsletter um, or a list of emails that you take, you, you've collected over time um, so you can share content directly to your subscribers through their inboxes. So those are the three main ways to own your own content. Um, they're all open technologies, as I said, so you can take them, although they might be hosted somewhere, you can always take them with you and move them around. So what you can't, we can't do that is social media. So um, over the last maybe five to 10 years, a lot of businesses have been moving their content from those traditional um, uh, media like uh, podcasts, website and email lists and moving it over to social, sharing everything on social and sort of neglecting those other three channels. So trouble with that is we've gone through a bit of a cycle with social where people are actually using social media less. Um, you've probably noticed this as well. Maybe even even you're using social media a bit less yourself. So um, everyone's starting to realise that the social social media has a, um, some negative effects on people's mental health. You know, increasing feelings of anxiety and depression, and um, sometimes it's just not that pleasant place uh, to be. So I'm going to talk about how. You can still use social media, but move um, all of your content to channels that you own. So another reason to do this is that on social media, your audience has probably come, become quite fragmented. So people are on one of however many there are different social media platforms now, 10. Some people are on Twitter, some people are on Facebook, some people only use Instagram. So you've got to be across all of those, otherwise you get fragmented. Um, Social media can be unpredictable and, and unreliable, so they'll change the algorithm. Um, you might be getting a lot of exposure at some point, and then they change the algorithm, and then all of a sudden you're not getting as much. So the biggest example of that is when Facebook launched their paid advertising um, option, and then everyone who was relying on organic traffic to their Facebook page all of a sudden lost all that and unless they were willing to pay for ads, then they'd never get that back. Uh, if you own your content, you can have more control over it. So on a blog, you can design the layout and your own user experience to suit your needs and you can ensure the content is easy to find and navigate. 
In a podcast, you have complete control over the format and the length of your episodes, as well as the audio quality. And with your email newsletter, you can send those personalized messages directly to your subscribers. So you can connect them with them in a more personal and meaningful um, way. Own content lasts much longer uh, on the internet. So with social, if it dis- once it disappears off the feed, then um, it gets a lot less uh, exposure. So um, one reason the blog's hosted on a website, um, so it's under your control as the author or the publisher. So that blog can remain online and accessible for as long as the website is active. So compare that to social media post. It's hosted on a third-party platform such as Facebook and Twitter, which may they might choose to remove or restrict access to whatever posts you put up. Um, and then they have a limited time span anyway where they, diff, they diff, disappear off the feed unless they've been shared um, a lot. Um, another good reason why blog blog posts are good is that they um, will generate search engine traffic to your website. Um, so if you've written a good article or whatever that's quite timeless, then you'll get continuous traffic to your site regardless of how old it is. We need to go to... Uh, sometimes you might want to go in and update it if, if some of the information changes and that will help as well. So owning your own content creates a stronger brand. So everyone's on social media now. Um, anyone can create a Facebook page. It doesn't give you that strong brand, but if you've got a really good, high-quality website, you've got a, um, a podcast, you've got an email list with a lot of subscribers, then it just seems more professional and you can control that so then you can build your brand a bit better. You can generate more revenue from content that you own. Um I mean, the main driver behind that is social media platforms prefer you to share the content on their platforms so they can monetize your audience with advertising. So there's not that much left over uh, for you. So by owning your own content on your own channels, you're more likely to be able to sustain like a, a source of income for your own business. So by creating and sharing valuable content on your blog or podcast or email newsletter, you have direct access to the to your potential clients. So then you can monetize by offering premium content or services like your coaching and coaching products, Um, advertising and sponsorships. So all of that sort of thing, just because you have more control over that, then you have more control over the revenue as well. And you won't have to share it with the social media platforms. You can create stronger, more personal relationships. So owning your content can also help you to connect with your audience on a more personal level um, because it's just you and them when you own your content they're on your website so it's just that one-on-one relationship there's not those distractions from everything around social media uh, feed so you can foster like a much stronger sense of community so especially for things like podcasts and email and uh, newsletters um, so this will help create more loyal and engaged audience and also will help to establish you um, as being a more trusted and respected uh, endurance coach. So summarize all of that. Uh, there's heaps of reasons why you want to own your own um, content. Best three places are blog, podcast, email, newsletter. I'd suggest do all three. Um, by taking control of your own online presence, owning it all, creating valuable content, you can really build a stronger personal brand attract more clients, generate more revenue, 
and of course avoid the potential pitfalls and dangers of relying solely on social media. So I'm not saying don't use social media, I'm saying own your content on your own platforms and then you can share that via social media, but just use social media as distribution, not um, as a place where your content solely lives. So social media is still a powerful tool for existing new customers, um, but it's not the best way to channel your audience. Um, and lastly, if you have a training tool account, you can actually create blogs on it. So you've got that covered and you can store a bunch of your content uh, in there as well. And you, we have integrations with the email um, subscriber platforms like Drip, ConvertKit and ActiveCampaign to help you manage your email lists if you need uh, to do that. Okay, so thanks for listening and I'll talk to you again next week.